0: Welcome everyone to Clarky's Closet, a podcast. Hello everybody, it's Mark Clark here again. And today I'm going to be playing you some of my musical comedy songs. Today is my first one, my very first musical comedy called Pirates, Parrots and Penguins. A nice little pantomime. Which has actually done quite well for me, uh, everybody. It's nice to see you again. I should say hello. I'm being very impolite. Hello. That's less impolite, which means it's more polite. Less impolite is litoses, in case you're wondering. I'm an English teacher. You can always tell they're a pain in the ass. Uh, what was I going to say? Yes, this was my first musical comedy, and actually my most successful is with a lot of the times, you know, your first work is the one that does best for you, possibly because this is quite a gentle panto. The first song I'm going to play you was actually written in uh, the late 80s, uh, 88, 89, I think I wrote it. It was done for a children's album, and this was one of the first ones I wrote called Pirate and Parrot Duet. It gets quite a few plays on Spotify and all the other platforms. And I, I quite like the song. I got to do the, the pirate. I hey, oh, that that so," And the old, you know, way it used to be done. What was the name of that actor who did it? People, the people out there will know which actor it was, but he sort of made the, the pirate from the, the south. R And this is a story about a pirate who has got a penguin on one shoulder and a parrot on the other. And the parrot and the penguin argue constantly and he's stuck in the middle of them telling them to shut up the both of you. So I thought I'd start with Pirate and Parrot Duet uh, from Pirates, Parrots and Penguins and hope you enjoy it. Now, bono, me fine-feathered bird Together, my dear, we shall sail the Atlantic Patience now, bono, me fine-feathered bird Together, my dear, we'll steal gold from the Spanish main art. I am a pirate is me name, I belong to no country Me legs made of wood and me hooks made of steel Me hearts made of stone, I've this parrot for company art oh. I hear it, and soon, very soon, we'll have golden doubloons For a galleon, we'll board, and their treasure we'll hoard. So patience, young bird, we'll be rich very soon. Oh. I am a pirate. Oh. I'm sick
1: and tired of Captain Chuck's shoulder. We're adrift on a raft. Oh.
0: that was quite a success because you know kiddies liked it as well as parents and that's always the trick i think if you want to get sales if you want to get sales bums on seats folks you got to entertain the parents so uh yeah the story is basically that captain chuck and his parrot and his penguin oi such a day a jewish penguin and he's got a parroty parrot, you know, a whack! sort of thing. You heard it in the song. Uh, and, uh, yes, in fact, the penguin complains straight away after that song that he never has enough lines, he never has anything to say. So, you know, you get the general timbre of the thing. And, yes, they're afloat in the middle of the Atlantic and they are picked up by a ship. They, in fact, It's not actually their ship. They've lost their ship. That's why they're floating around the Atlantic. They come across Captain Cambridge's Cambridge's. I'll try that again. Ship, and they retake it. They mutinied on Cambridge, and this Captain Chook is now in control. And he finds himself in control of the Princess of Tasmania, which is not a boat, but is in fact a princess. And she and a brother, who constantly eats apples and fishes off the side of the boat. They're on their way to a rocker Stedford. They were a thing back then in the 90s. Because this, actually, I should have told you, this was actually, although the song was written in the late 80s, the play was written in 94 and we played at Windsor High School in 1995. Windsor High School, New South Wales, Sydney, Australia. Good, Good old comprehensive school, Windsor High School. You did get told to get stuffed a lot and that's putting it politely. But, you know, lots of lovely kids too. Who didn't tell you to get stuffed a lot? And this one, the next one is called The Salt of the Sea, and it's one that's a sea shanty, a 3 4 where everybody's heave, hoeing on ropes, etc. Because Chuck has his crew back. He's retaken his ship, and he's got his crew back, and they're off to Tasmania. I up the mainsail, we'll sail with the wind. Tonight brings us promise of shanties and gin. For life is too short to be caught in a port. Take the salt of the sea in me veins, boys. She is restless and bored, and too fast to ignore. Take the salt of the sea in me veins. So come new adventure, come. What ye will Come Davy Jones Locker Come heaven, come hell For life is too short To be caught in a Or take the salt of the sea In my veins, boys I am restless and bored and- to be the the and another R for good value. Yes, and of course there's a love story involved, there's always a love story, this is like a really cheap Gilbert and Sullivan, this show, and there's a love story, of course there is Jack Tarr falls instantly in love with the princess from Tasmania, she was actually pro- betrothed, that's the word I was looking for, betrothed to a rich landowner, on- Land owner in Launceston no a land owner in lawn system but I, I'm in trouble I know if you're from Tasmania I'm sorry Launceston this play actually played in Launceston we actually went there and watched it it's one of the greatest pleasures in my life one of the greatest pleasures. I won't go into any of the others, but one of the greatest pleasures in my life was going down to Tasmania to see a performance of Pirates, Parrots and Penguins done uh, in quite a different way. They didn't actually have the penguin and the parrot connected to the pirate. They had them running around the place, and I actually think that was a better idea. But you don't want to admit other people have better ideas than you, do you? You never want to do that. You should, but you don't. You don't want other people to have better ideas than you, but they do, very often. Anyway, getting back to the point, they fall in love, but just before they fall in love, just before they fall in love, because I think I've included the song where Jack Tar falls in love with a two after this. This is the song sung by Gwen, who, of course, becomes the love interest for the captain later in our story. But uh, Gwen is singing a lullaby, and the lullaby is about how love is life's happiest tune And that, by coincidence, is the name of the song. And this is it. (laughs) ¶¶
1: so too will happiness follow. Love is life's happiest tune. And sometimes when
0: special mention goes out to jessica sempronio who uh, was at our school actually she sang all of the songs that i recorded at that time there are there are actually in total there are eight musical comedies and she provided the female vocals for me for all of them and i thank her very much for that very nice voice she has there and you'll be hearing her voice again at uh, various times In the course of my podcast, if you care to listen to them, this is uh, the first of those eight musical comedies. I'll be taking the songs that I like the most from each of them and playing them for you. Not all of them, because I don't want to bore the hell out of you. I reckon about 30 minutes or thereabouts is enough time for you to listen to my song. So I've chosen about four or five, five or six from each one. And the next one is as I told you before was when Jack Tar comes down from the crow's nest where he's been doing duty up there making sure that he that he's scouring the seas and he comes down and of course sees the princess asleep there and falls immediately and irrevocably, irretrievably, intractably in love with her. He cannot not love her. And this next song, which is kind of a Latin American fiery thing, upbeat, Jack Tar. the good-looking guy comes down and finds the good-looking woman. You've got to, they've got to be good-looking, of course. Nobody likes ugly people. That's why nobody likes me. And this next song is called Caramba. Seen a girl like this, should I steal a little kiss? Or would that be too bold? Cause Christopher Columbus would not have sailed the seven seas. Had he had a girl at home as sweet as she is, come on now. A thousand ships and all, but boy, oh boy, I bet she didn't have a smile like you. And Vasco da Gama, who sailed the Cape to India, he would have never sighted Africa to leave you, Come. Songs and the frivolity continue. Load of twaddle, really. You know, there's letters of the alphabet from the Alphabet Islands, and you know, you've got to get parts for as many kids as you can. There's usually about twenty odd kids in these plays, and they're uh, good fun. Everybody gets a bit of, everyone gets a few lines. You know, it's not like there's a chorus as such in many of them. It gives an opportunity for lots of kids to play parts, those that can sing, those that can't, those that have got singing parts that can't sing, <laughs> that sort of thing. Always went for actors rather than singers. If they couldn't quite sing well enough, well, what the hell? I provided all this backing, you see. They got all the backing that you can hear, but with their voice on it. Yeah, so that, that's the way it generally worked because we didn't have an orchestra at that time. We did get one later, actually. In fact, this play was put on uh, oh some years later, and we did have a um a, a, a uh, what on th- about? What am I saying? I'm saying absolutely nothing. Yes, we had an orchestra and played Pirates, Pats, and Penguins again. In fact, this play has played twenty to thirty times across Australia and New Zealand, of which I'm very very proud. This next one is "That's the way the life must be." It's sung by the captain. He's lamenting life and the fact that it's got lots of ups and downs in it, and as soon as you get up somewhere, up in in the clouds, something brings you back down. That's what this song's about. Also, I was on the children's album that I bought out some years ago, and this is it. He, of course, is about to fall in love with his long-lost love. He doesn't know it, but Gwen, the handmaiden, is his long-lost love. Anyway, that's round about the time he finds out about this in fact because uh, this is song I think this is the 10th song in the show there's usually about a dozen songs this is song 10 I'm pretty sure that's the way that life must be high, low, speedily and slow you stop and then you go then you stop again and then it's up Down, roll a coast around. That's the way that life must be. See, saw, you rise and then you fall. You miss and then you score, then you miss again. Then up, down, roll a coast around. That's the way that life must be. We fell in love one Saturday. One Saturday night, we two. We fell in love one Saturday night On Saturday night our love was true On Sunday we were through Good, bad, you're happy then you're sad You slip on down the slide and climb up again And then it's up, down, rollercoaster round That's the way that life must be We fell in love Saturday, one Saturday night we two we fell in love. One Saturday night, on Saturday night our love was true. One Sunday we were through. Sun high in the summer sky, then suddenly the winter moon again goes up down, roller coaster round. That's the way that life must be. son Sunday, she had run away, and that's the way that life must be. Oh, that's the way that life must be. It's all terribly exciting, of course, because at this point, the captain realizes that he had a one-night stand in Plymouth with a beautiful young woman many, many years ago and he'd never been able to find her since. And of course, yes, you guessed it, folks, it turns out to be Gwen, the handmaiden. So they realise they're in love, and there's a song called Springtime in the Valley, and everybody's happy, and then Captain Cambridge comes back without a boat through the audience with his pirates. A big pirate fight, of course. And we finish off with all of the kids up on stage with a positive message, and this song is called Dream and Make the Dream Come True. We'll be right back. back. And there ends part three and the last of Pirates, Pirates and Penguins. I did enjoy playing the pirate and then caused a bit of a, you know, a little bit of a, people people get very funny, don't they? No, I couldn't get any boys in this first play. I had no trouble after the first one. Because I think the boys will realise there are lots of pretty girls in the show and they could be in the show and uh, you, you get the idea anyway. So they were being pretty silly staying out of them. So I had to play the male lead and some teachers didn't think that was such a good idea. You know, oh, what's he doing putting on his shows? You know, he puts, on, he writes his shows and then he's in them. Who does he think he is? Well, I suppose I can see it from their point of view but basically the show wasn't going to get up unless I was going to go in it. So I did. And I didn't really have to do much after that because the kids all started coming through. We established a cult. At Windsor High School in the 90s, of putting on original plays, and this is the end of that show. So, I thank you all very much for coming along for the ride. Oh, yeah, we've got close to 30 minutes, didn't want to go on too much longer, did you? But next week, we are going to have the next play, which is Ponsonby's Castle, about an English upper class twit who's only got three trees left in his forest really when you consider the situation of the world right now in the year 2022 third year of the bloody pandemic anyway that aside I'll have to write one about the pandemic the musical yeah okay well I'll stop thinking about that now and I will finish today's show with the intro song which is coming up right now and I shall see you next time (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by Mark Clark. If you're interested in any of my work, please go to markclark.com.au. Pleasure to see you again next time when we go to Ponsonby's Castle for the podcast of my second musical. Bye till then.